You're listening to the Look Right Naked podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bach. This is the podcast for men and women who want to look right naked without living in the gym. If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey friends, what is going on today? We're going to talk about the six P's of high performance people. And this really stems from a conversation I had with my coaches. And we were sitting down with our typical meeting that we have on Tuesday afternoons at 3 p.m. And we were talking about what are the things that we notice the most about our clients who are most successful in transforming not just their physique, but their lives. And by extension, what are the key principles that we need to help people instill? And so what we did is we developed the six keys of high performance people. And if you implement them, if you have this mindset and have it carry you through in every different area of your life, whether we're talking business, whether we're talking personal life or building your best body, it is going to serve you. So what are they? Pride, passion, perseverance, preparation, performance, and then prevailing in the face of adversity. And we will jump right into those in a second. Now, first, I want to tell you about a story. This goes back to when I was 16 years old, and I had this insane defensive coordinator in high school, Coach Krause. And he would always yell these three things, pride, passion, perseverance. And I distinctly remember one halftime, we were getting our asses kicked by a rival school, and he yelled, pride, passion, perseverance, where is your fucking heart? And he was just absolutely losing his mind. He got to the point where he ripped his shirt in half. He took a permanent marker. I think it was permanent. And drew a heart on his chest and was yelling, you have no heart. You have no heart. And funny in hindsight, but it made perfect sense because we were not playing inspired football. We were not playing as a team. We were playing like we did not want to be there. And he was calling it like he was. And those words definitely propelled a new effort. Did they mean a comeback where we came back in one? No, I mean, we were getting our asses kicked at that point. And while we fell short, those same lessons of pride, of passion, and of perseverance hold true today. And those are three of the key elements of the six Ps of high-performance habits for high-performance people. So let's jump into each one. The first P of high-performance people is having pride. You must take pride in who you are. In realms of sports, you need to take pride in the name on the back of the jersey and the team on the front of it. You need to take pride in the things that you have achieved and that you have accomplished. Particularly for people who are high performers, this is a very slippery slope. You want to take pride in the things that you have done, but you don't want to set on your laurels. That's where arrogance comes in. When people sit back and are overly prideful on the things that they have done in the past without continuing to pursue excellence going forward, that is when arrogance kicks in and knocks us down the totem pole and we act incongruently with the person that we wanna be and we don't meet our own expectations. And trust me, I mean, there is nothing worse than having expectations for yourself, for setting a standard and then not doing it because you're breaking promises to yourself because you're limiting living in the past. What we need to do and what pride really comes down to is being able to, yes, be happy with some of the things that we have done before. Far too many people are only looking ahead and never measuring progress backward. But what we need to do is continue having that drive of being in day one, the first day of training camp, the first day of a new job, entering an internship when you haven't earned anything yet. And when you combine having pride in what you have done in the past and understanding the power that you do have based on your previous accomplishments, but still maintain that initial drive, that passion to want to get better, that is when you develop successful traits, successful habits, and succeed in every different area of your life. And that is absolutely crucial. High performance trait number two is having passion. 
listen, nobody wants to be around that passionless, watery, dry as white rice, boring, bland person. That is absolutely atrocious. I think back to that scene in The Hangover 2 when they are sitting at the wedding table and Stu's father-in-law is describing him as being bland and watery as something that they feed old people. Nobody wants that person. You need to be passionate in the things that are most interesting to you. If you ever had a conversation with somebody who's just boring as fuck, like, why would we want to have that conversation? No, we want to be passionate in the things that we are most interested in. We want to be passionate about the things that we enjoy. The world doesn't need more people who are apathetic, sedated, have no opinion on anything, and just simply follow what everybody else does. You need to be passionate. That passion could be building your business. It could be being the best parent that you can be. It could be building your body. It could be reading a particular book or a cause or something else. But people are interested in those who are passionate about the things that they pursue. And if you want to stand out, and if you want to be a high performer in different areas of your life, you need passion in the things that mean the most to you. High performance trait number three, perseverance. Let me tell you a story here. So back when I first went out on my own to start Bach Performance, this was give or take two weeks after I had you know quit this excellent job working with world-class athletes, had you know, a really steady income directly from the clients that I was training in person to go work at an independent facility and spend more time building my online coaching business. So I'm sitting, got a client warming up on the bike for a couple minutes, and I have this rule where I do not touch my phone when I'm directly with somebody in person, especially when I'm working with a personal training client. They're paying me for that hour. I'm going to be personable. I'm going to be focused. I am going to be there. And my phone kept going off and it was about 15 calls in a row and finally you know looked at my guy i said chuck i've got all these missed calls right here and they're from my accountant secretary i I should really take a look at what is going on here so i step out in the hallway It it was november in denver it was abnormally cold some snow this was my last client for the day and i listened to my voicemail and there's this hurried rushed voice coming in directly from the secretary And she said, Eric, the IRS is here. The FBI is raiding our office. And right now, it appears that Don Eiley, you guys can check this out, Google him, has stolen millions of dollars from our clients. And your account was one of them that was affected. And talk about a voicemail, right? And so I sat back for a second and I actually went through and I completed that training session. And then I called my wife. And my wife at the time, Lauren, you know, still my wife now, but she was working for a company that developed computer taxation software for the IRS. And learning that my business was potentially affected by this massive case of fraud, all of a sudden, I knew her job could be in jeopardy based on her occupation and having to be clean and in alignment with everything on her taxes, right? And so when it came down to it, and we'll fast forward a little bit through this story, the moment I had taken the risk of going out and building my business I was robbed of over $100,000 from a fraudulent accountant, right? And this was money. This was payroll taxes that I had already paid into the IRS. It was already gone. And instead of him or instead of it going to the IRS, he pocketed the money, right? And so I was eventually saddled with the debt of all of that money being repaid, plus penalties and plus interest. Right now, I was going all in to start my own coaching business. Talk about a swift kick in the nuts, right? And this doesn't even speak to the stressors that this applied directly to my relationship. 
to my self-belief. There were nights when, you know, it would be weed or whiskey just to take the edge off, just to go to bed. And a lot of self-doubt for someone who, other than that, you know, had really built up a lot of confidence, a lot of momentum with the business for a long time. And when it comes to that money being gone, well, you know, that money never came back, by the way. Right. I could have either focused on trying to get that money back and spend well more than $100,000 on attorney fees to get pennies on the dollar, or I could swallow my pride and I could get to work. All right. And while he was found guilty, still in prison to this day, the biggest white collar crime in the state of Colorado at the time, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what it was at the time. I had to persevere. Right. I had just left a great job. I had taken all the risk, all my savings, everything that I'd worked up to for that point was gone. And I was saddled with this debt. I was left with massive repayment bills every single month. And at this moment, this actually made me think back to that halftime where my coach Krause said, pride, passion, and perseverance. Because it doesn't matter who you are, where you are in life, you are going to be saddled with some crazy bullshit that is not your fault, but it's still your responsibility to fix it. And that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned here. And we need to be able to persevere to overcome whatever obstacles come our way. And there's a huge propensity today to wear our scars and, and really seek the validation of the pain that we've suffered from so many other people. And frankly, there's a lack of people who are willing to use that as fuel to get better. They're refusing to take that potential angle, that perseverance to be able to take that and really use that and use it as a transformational energy to improve a different area of their life. And that is the power of perseverance. So when the chips are down, understand that, you know, things are not always going to be perfect. You're going to have obstacles. And while they might not be your fault that they happened, it will always be your responsibility to fix it. And that's when perseverance comes in. You have to white knuckle shit. Sometimes you got to be a very direct, hard motherfucker for the things that you're doing if you want to be able to achieve the great goals that you are setting in front of you. And so high performance P number three is perseverance. The fourth P of high performance people is preparation. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. When flashback, one of my clients, Brian Peters, shout out, has been with me for over 13 years. And through this time, I have seen this man professionally go from working, you know, working for the man to getting his master's degree while raising a family to starting and exiting multiple businesses in the energy industry, a very tough industry to do so. And one thing that always stood out to Brian, and one reason that he was successful in so many different areas of his life, you know, between business and between sport or between his physical health is preparation. You see, Brian lived about 40 minutes away from where I trained him in downtown Denver. Yet he was like clockwork, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 a.m. each and every single week. Rain, snow, didn't really matter. He was going to show up. He was going to get it done. When it came to breakfast, he had the same thing every day. When it came to lunch, pretty much the same thing every day. Dinner, he rotated through a couple basic things. And what this speaks to is the power of preparation. And I don't mean just in, a, in the realm of health and fitness, but when we prepare ahead of time, when we automate our decisions that are in alignment with who we want to become and the things that we want to do, that's how we set the table up for success. See, so many people think they need to rely on motivation to transform their lives, when the reality is they need better preparation. Because when we rely on motivation, we're relying on a random emotion. It's kind of like a dog, right? A dog just chasing its tail. Whatever's going well, it's going well. We're going to react. We're going to be happy. Well, the reality is what we need to do is we need to prepare ahead of time. This could be your meals. This could be your training. It could be setting up a consistent schedule and non-negotiables within your schedule that are going to help you become the person you want to be. Either way, what we need to do is make sure that the chips are stacked in our favor so we can do the things that we need to with less friction throughout the day. And 
just remember, an ounce of preparation is worth a pound of cure. This could be preparing your meals. This could be setting up an emergency cash fund for hard times. It could be planning your workouts in for the week as if they are a meeting. Either way, if you want to perform at your best, your preparation has to meet the level of your goals. High performance habit number five, performance. What does that mean? Don't talk about it. Be about it, right? We live in a world of social media right now where everybody wants to do their highlight reel, tell everybody what their goals are to really reinforce what they're doing and get some attaboys, some external validation. Well, ultimately, we're not judged by what we say per se. We are judged by what we do. And there are a lot of people who have a lot of knowledge, but they lack wisdom. And by that, I mean, they know their numbers. Maybe, maybe their coaches, they can recite evidence like it's going out of style, right? But ultimately what matters is how we perform when the lights are actually on. And if your level of performance is not meeting what your expectations are, many times it also comes down to your preparation. Ultimately, we need more people who aren't just talking about doing great things. We need people who are going to show up and who are going to get it done, rain or shine. Because ultimately, we are judged by how we show up, how we execute, and how we perform our best. So take a second and ask yourself, are there areas where you're talking about being better? Are there areas where you want to be able to elevate and you're reading a lot of books, consuming podcasts, watching YouTube videos, whatever the case, but your actual level of success is not in alignment with where you want to be? Well, in many cases, what we need is we need more reps. We need to put all the information that we're putting into our brain into action. And performance is all about action. So are you collecting knowledge? Are you thinking about doing things? Are you talking a big game, but not showing up or accomplishing your goals? That comes down to performance. That comes down to showing up and getting it done each and every single day. There's one quick thing that I like to tell most of my clients when we first get started, right? There are seven days in a week. And if we look at how many days in a week are you dialed in with your workouts, with your sleep, and with your nutrition? And if you're like most people, you do pretty well Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and most Fridays. Well, listen, five days out of seven, five divided by seven is a 71%. When I grew up, we didn't grade on a curve. That was a C minus. That's below average. And so put yourself in that perspective. Run your daily actions through this grading scale. Are you truly putting in an A or a B effort? Or are you putting in a D or a C effort while expecting A or B level results? Ultimately, we have to do the work. We have to show up and perform especially if we have big goals when it comes to looking great naked, building a great business, being a great husband, father, leader, whatever we want to be. And so ultimately, run yourself through that grading system, look at where the gaps are, and that's where you need to improve. The sixth P of high-performance people, prevail. Meaning if you focus on your pride, if you have passion, if you persevere through tough times, if you prepare, and if you perform and do the work, you will be able to prevail against whatever life throws at you. Similar to what I said in the perseverance component, right? Things are going to happen that aren't always your fault. You're going to be dealt a bad hand. Bad shit's going to happen. As the IRS told me, bad shit happens to good people. But ultimately, we can't control all these external events. But we can control is the way that we react. We can control our response. And so when we make sure that we are focusing on having the right passion, pride, perseverance, preparation, and then we perform when the lights are on, we'll be able to prevail over whatever obstacles come in front of us. High performance habit number six, prevail. When you have pride in your work, when you have passion in your pursuits, when you persevere through obstacles, you are setting your mind up for success. And when you prepare and show up to perform with that foundation, it doesn't matter 
what chaos is thrown into your day. It doesn't matter if you get cut off in traffic. It doesn't matter if your morning routine isn't perfectly dialed in because you can get right back on track. You see, the key to being able to prevail in the face of adversity is nailing the other five Ps of the high performance habits. These are the six Ps of high performance people. Number one, pride. Not arrogance, but pride in the fact that you've accomplished great things. Many people look ahead and they never give themselves credit for the hard work that they've done or they compare themselves against somebody else. But ultimately, what we need to do is we need to measure success by looking backward, by looking backward at the things that we have done. And when we do that, we see the power that we have. So have pride in yourself. Push forward aggressively and don't sit on your laurels. We still need to have that drive as somebody who's just getting started. But if you do that, that will lead your way to success. Number two, passion. We don't need somebody else who's just going to be lazy, chill all the time, bro. Listen, if there's something that you want to get, be passionate about it. Speak passionately about it. Be clear on what you want to get out of life and live to those values. Number three, perseverance. Bad shit happens to good people. Something's coming your way. You're not always going to be able to control it. But what you can do is control your response. And when you use those things that irk you, that do not work in your favor as fuel for performance, that is what's going to propel you to the next level of development, my friend. Number four, preparation. Ultimately, we do not rise to our expectations. We fall to our level of preparation. So whatever you're struggling with, think, how can I prepare ahead of time? Is that preparing your meals? Is that where you are preparing your workouts and scheduling them in like a meeting? Are you preparing an emergency fund? Are you saving for something instead of just buying them on a whim? When we prepare ahead of time, as they say, a pound or an ounce of preparation is worth a pound of cure. So make sure that you are preparing to accomplish the goals that you are setting forward. Number four, perform. Listen, a lot of people like to talk a big game, but ultimately we are not judged by what we talk about. We are judged by the results that we get. So ultimately, are you talking about it or are you showing up and getting the work done? Ultimately, we got to get that work done. And finally, prevail. When we show up, when we have pride, when we have passion, when we persevere, when we prepare, and then when we perform, we'll prevail against adversity. And ultimately, prevailing comes down to all of the other five steps that we've talked about regarding high performance habits. So my friend, take these, take each and every single one of them. They are absolutely crucial to your success, whether you want to apply them directly to your training, whether you want to apply them to your business, whether you want to apply them directly to your relationships, your mindset, whatever it is. And now I have an assignment for you. When it comes to your goals, whatever they are, ask yourself, are you taking pride in yourself, what you've done before, while keeping that ambition where it needs to be? Are you attacking your goals with passion or do you just kind of go with the whims of emotion? I'm not motivated today. I don't do that shit, right? We can't be acting that way. Do you persevere through obstacles or are you bitching and moaning a little bit too much? Ultimately, bad shit's going to happen. It comes down to how we react and how we improve. And are you preparing ahead of time or are you running out of time? Because when you prepare, you can maximize the time that you do have. And finally, are you showing up and performing or are you getting distracted? And this could mean swiping through your phone when you should be focused in the gym. It could be swiping through your phone when you should be eating dinner with your family, right? These are all things we need to consider. Really, more than anything else, once we take all of these factors and put them into action, that's how we prevail. Remember, Fitness is a force multiplier. When you apply these same lessons directly to what you're doing in the gym, they will bleed over into every other area of your life. So let's get after it. Let's make today great. If you have any questions on this, drop me a quick message on Instagram and I will get back to you there. Hey, it's Eric here again. Before heading out, I want you to shoot me a message over on Instagram at Bach Performance and let me know what do you want to hear next on the podcast and we'll create an episode specifically for you. Until next time, my friend, remember fitness should improve your life, not consume it.